Sammy's mother was rushing around as every woman does on Air Force. She was running upstairs and running downstairs, running through the house from front to back, from kitchen to dining room to bedroom to bathroom, trying to get ready for Schwiss. And in one of the hot couples, one of the circumferences that she did around the house, she ran upstairs past Sammy's room and she came to a screeching halt. There in his room, Sammy stood by the desk with a suitcase open on the desk. And Sammy was going back and forth from his dresser to the suitcase, unloading his dresser and loading his suitcase. Sammy's mother went into the room, and she watched for a minute as Sammy went to his closet, pulled out his Shabbos clothing, and very neatly, well, neatly for Sammy, quite messily for a regular person, dumped them into his suitcase. Sammy, she asked gently. Sammy startled, jumped. What? Oh, it's you, Ma. Yes, Sammy, I'm just a tad bit curious. What are you doing? Oh, Ma, I'm packing. You're packing. Do you know that it's going to be Shua soon? Oh, I know it's going to be Shua soon. I know very well it's going to be Shua soon, and that's why I'm packing. And why is that, Sammy? Where are you going? Well, I think I'm going to take a bus. I know that there's one scheduled to leave in about an hour. I think it's going to Pennsylvania somewhere. I need to go away from here. You need to go away? That's right. You know, my rabbi told, said that um, he's going to Mirza Shem over Shuas, have a group come to his house. We're going to see him over Shuas, right? And we're going to meet him in the shul tonight. Yes, I remember you told me that. And my Rebbe said that on Shuas, everyone, all the Talmidim, are going to have one heart. We're going to be Ishachad Belevechad. One man and one heart. Well, you see, I am not ready. I am not ready to give up my heart. I like my heart. It keeps my blood beating and moving through my body. I don't want to have to be attached everybody else's heart and we'll have one heart supplying the blood how will I play baseball how will I go to sleep at night how will I take my own shower if I'm attached to one heart with everyone else no no I need to have my own heart and so I'm going to go away and I'll come back after the surgery Sammy I don't think that the Rebbe meant physical heart I think your Rebbe meant the spiritual heart that you have to have a philosophy. You have to have an attitude. That we're clawing yourselves one group. I guess that's possible. I, I'm sure that's true. That's what I learned about when I was in school. Ma? They learned the same thing in your time as they do in my time. When you went to school and when I go to school, they learned the same thing? I mean, that was a million years ago. I thought you went to school before Matan Torah. Sammy, I am not that old. I mean, I do remember Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, but I'm just kidding. No, I don't remember Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Sammy, don't insult me. I'm not so old. How old do you think I am anyway? You look about 96. 96, Sammy! Okay, I was exaggerating. 69! 69! Oh, you fixed, Sammy. And his mother walked out of the room, mumbling to herself. Oh, Ma! Sammy called after her as she was heading out of the room to go do some other preparation for the umptive. Ma, I- I'm just curious. 
when are we giving the gifts? The gifts? Yeah, yeah. When are you, when are you giving out the gifts to Ellie and, and to the baby? And and maybe I I, I might be able to qualify. I'm, I I can't, of course, but I, I might be able to. Why would we give out gifts? Because this yomtiv is called Chag HaKatsir, the holiday for short people. And so it, on a holiday for short people, you probably give them gifts. I'm short, and, and, and Ellie's short, and the baby's short, so we should get gifts. Semi. HaKatsir does not mean short people. It means harvest, the holiday of harvest. The holiday when you cut things. Oh, really? Okay, I'm going to go grab a knife and cut myself, and then I get a gift. Are you so desperate for gifts, Sammy? No. Please, 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 please. Uh, Sammy, I have many things I need to be going to do. Could you please... Um, oh, Ma, you're right. I, I do have things to do, too. I, I If I'm staying here, I have a lot of things to take care of. Okay. Could I have... Um, uh, some money to go to the store to buy some of my yumptive needs. I think you have everything you need. You have your suit. You have your pants. There's a few things my Rebbe talked about in class. I have to run to the store to buy them. All right, if you insist. And Sammy left the house and he ran down the block to the local Makola, to the local store. Meanwhile, Sammy's mother continued to prepare for yumptive as she shook her head back and forth, thinking to herself about the possibilities of what exactly Sammy might need in this store. Sammy came back home about a half hour later. You know how stores have these carts that you push in the store to get groceries? Sammy came home pushing one of those carts. And the cart was loaded. I mean loaded. Not just to the top, but overflowing with green bottles. That's right. It was loaded with bottles of Mountain Dew. There was a mountain of bottles. Hey, that's cool, Sammy. That's awesome, Chaim said. Wow, Mommy ordered all these bottles of soda for us. That's great. That's Gavaldic. At that moment, Tati happened to walk home from school. I mean, Tati happened to come home from work. Uh, Sammy, uh, what in the world is this? Well, Rebbe, I mean, well, well, Tati, you see, I know that there's a minute Yisrael to stay up all night shvuz. And my Rebbe told us it's so important to stay all night, up all night shvuz that we should drink caffeine if we need to stay up all night shvuz. So, I bought about 60 bottles of soda. 60 bottles of soda? That's right. That's There's 20 ounces in each bottle. Oh, actually, these are the 2 liter bottles. There's 67 ounces in each bottle. And 60 times 67 is, is a big number. Uh, it's like it's like 3,000 something, something, something ounces of soda. And I figure, if I start drinking soda now, and there's still plenty of time between now and Shua's night, I'll be able to get through a few thousand bottles, I mean a few thousand ounces, and I'll be full of caffeine, and I will be staying up all night. Sammy, Tati said, if you drink soda starting now, and continue to drink this Mountain Dew all the way until Shuas, you will be staying up all night.
But you won't be learning. I won't. Why won't I be learning? I'll be full of energy and full of... That's why you drink Mountain Dew because Mountain Dew, get it, Har Sinai. It's Mountain Har Sinai soda. Right? That's why you drink Mountain Dew. You don't drink any other soda because it has to be Mountain Dew and it's green to remind you of the flowers on the Har Sinai and the growing of the green stuff on Shavuos. That's why it's green, right? Because you drink... If you drink soda from now until Shavuos starts, you'll be up all night but not learning, his father repeated. What will I be doing, Tati? Sammy asked. You will be in the bathroom the entire night. Oh, uh, but then how in the world am I supposed to stay up all night shvuis if I, if I can't drink all the soda now? Sammy, did you ever think of the possibility of taking a nap before Yumtiv? Tati, that is a really good idea. I never thought of it. Thanks. I will take a nap. Mitzvah In a little bit. Oh, there it is. Sammy said with a big smile on his face as a big truck pulled up in front of the curb and the air brakes released their, you know, gassy thingy that makes that noise. And a man got out and this man had on his head one of those straw floppy hats and a little band around it. He had a cord on the cob pipe in one side of his mouth, and he had a long string with some wheat on the other side of his mouth. And he looked at the address, and he said, All right. And he went to the back of his truck, and he put down a ramp, and lumbering off this ramp came a big, fat, and heavy cow. I mean, whoa. This was a big, fat, heavy cow. All right, the man said as he came close to Sammy and his father. Who's going to sign for it? Sign for it? Yep, I got your cow. That's me, Rent-A-Cow. And um, here, you hold this. And Sammy's father had put out his hand to receive the reins or the rope of the cow. And the man went back to the truck and out of the truck came this big, clunky old wagon. All right, very good. We are all set. Um, I'm not sure you have the right address. Yep, this is your address. Right over here, this is your address, right? Yeah, that, that is my address. Yep, that, that's, uh, that is my address. Um, oh, my goodness, this is Miss Sugar. Uh, um, uh, um, um, Sammy, what's going on here? Oh, Todd, nothing big deal. It's just that I decided that I'm going to make sure that we get ready for Yumtif properly. And in order to do so, it made sense to have our own cow. Why? Because this way, in Mitzvah Shem, starting now, we can bring Bikurim to Yerushalayim, and we can um, put the uh, cow, the Mishnah says you attach a cow to your wagon, and you uh, put put um, gold on the horns, and you decorate it with a wreath, a fancy wreath, and you are able to walk to Yerushalayim with the cow and bring it to the base of Mikdash, and it's a big mitzvah. And so so now we're all set. We can do the mitzvah of Chag HaBikurim uh, and Mitzvah Shem tomorrow. Sammy, there's a problem. Oh, well, what's the problem? Sammy, we can't get to Yerushalayim from here with a cow. Why not? The ocean's in the way. Oh, you're right. We're going to have to walk and then take a boat. Sammy, there's another problem. Now, what's that? We're not going to be bringing Bikurim in Yerushalayim.
Oh, why not? Because in Yerushalayim, you're supposed where are you supposed to bring Bikurim? In the Beis Hamikdash, there is no Beis Hamikdash, Sammy. Oh, you're right. But the base base might be rebuilt very speedily. Maybe it's going to be rebuilt any time. I wait for Mashiach every second, and the base base might be here in a second. And then there's another problem, Sammy. What's that, huh? We don't have a farm. We don't have fruits for Bikurim. Uh, Tati, is it possible that Mommy bought some figs and dates and put them in our closet? And the first figs and dates that come out of the closet are our fruits. There's another problem, Sammy. And what's that, Ta? So many problems. To bring Bikurim, you usually use a bull. This is a cow. Oh. Could we just, like, give it a Yamukansitsis? And does that make it a boy bull? A boy cow? No, Sammy. Oh, but Ta! Chaim called out. It's perfect. We can use this cow to use for milk on Yomtev, on Shavuos. We can have fresh milk on Shavuos. Chaim, good try. Farmer, could you take the cow back? Sure, but there's an unrefundable deposit of $700. What? $700? Oh, uh, oh I'm sorry, $70. I made the number wrong. $70. Or oh, whatever it is, we can't have a cow here. Oh, my goodness. Sammy's father walked inside, shaking his head. And he met Sammy's mother. Do you know? They both started to say at the exact same time. What's just happened with Sammy? You go first, they each said to each other at the exact same time. And at the exact same time, Sammy's father started to talk about, he started to get a cow, he had a cow, he ordered a cow. At the exact same time that Sammy's mother said, Sammy was about to walk away with a suitcase. Oh, they, they shook their head. Whew. Meanwhile, Sammy's mother had called Chaim over and said, Chaim, in a few minutes, I'm going to need you and Sammy to straighten out the playroom because it's a terrible, terrible mess. And Chaim had said, okay. And he had gone outside. And Sammy's mother really wanted the playroom cleaned so that she could vacuum. And she said to her husband, did you see Sammy and Chaim? And her husband said, Sammy and Chaim are outside. And so she went ahead and she looked out the window and she saw Sammy and Chaim outside. And Sammy and Chaim were playing catch with a football. She opened the window. Sammy, Chaim, could you please come inside? Ten minutes later, they still hadn't come inside. Sammy and Chaim, what is going on? I called you. Why are you playing football when I called you? And Sammy said with a very innocent looking face, Ma, Chaim and I were practicing receiving the Torah. I was the receiver and he was the quarterback. Just like at Madan Torah. B'nai Yisrael were the receivers and Hashem was the quarterback. I just, we weren't sure if Hashem, like, said the numbers, you know, like, 15, 47, 76, hike. Uh, we weren't sure if Hashem said that before he threw the Torah to the Jewish people, and the Jewish people all ran around catching it. Kind of like, you know what happens, you know when they have a, when they have an ufruf and shul, or a bar mitzvah, and they throw candy, right? Kind of like that, right? So, kind of like that, so there, you know, we weren't sure exactly how it worked. <sighs> Sammy, could you just come inside, please, and clean up the den? It's getting late, and we have to get ready for Yom Tif. Sure, Ma, sure, no, no problem. No problem. I also do have a lot of things I still need to do for Yom Tif. Good. Let's go. And so, Sammy spent some time cleaning up the den. After the den was perfectly spotless, 
His mother vacuumed the living room, and his mother vacuumed the den, and his mother vacuumed the playroom, which was the den, but I called it the den instead of the playroom, so I had to say both. And his mother cleaned up all the different things, and the room was the, ha- the house was beautifully spotless, ready for Yumtif. His mother went upstairs to pre- continue to prepare for Yumtif. And as she did, she called, Sammy Chaim, I would recommend taking showers and then going to bed. Then going to take a nap. Okay? Well, Sammy's nods his head, and Sammy's brother Chaim, I mean, let's try that again. Sammy and Chaim both called back, Yes, Ma, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure, we'll, we'll take showers soon. And Chaim went back to doing whatever he was doing, and Sammy ran to the kitchen. Now, Sammy's mother liked to bake a lot, so she ordered lots and lots and lots of ingredients to bake. Sammy went to the closet, the pantry, where she kept the ingredients. He pulled out one of these big, massive containers that weighed like 5 pounds. I mean, 50 pounds. And he pulled out one of these big containers that weighed like 50 pounds. And he went into the living room. He opened the top, pulled out a handful, and he began to spread the material all over the living room. And then he went to the den playroom, and he did the same thing again. He went to the dining room, and especially on the dining room table, did it again. And then finally in the kitchen, and then he put it away. His mother was not, sorry, his father was upstairs, one more time, try one more time, okay, try one more time. His father came into the living room, and he saw, hey, our red carpet Our reddish carpet is getting old. It now has white hairs. How come the lamp table is covered in this film? He called up to his wife. Wife! Because that's what he called her sometimes. Could you come down? I don't understand something about the living room. And she came down. And she took one look at the living room. And she took one swipe at what was on the living room table. This is flour. Sammy walked into the room with a big smile on his face. Aren't you proud? Aren't we proud? That's right. Go look at all the rooms. I decorated them. Decorated? That's right. My Rebbe said... You're supposed to put flour all over your rooms, all over your house, to make your room especially ready for Jewess. Sammy, his father said, in one of those tones of voice that meant he was upset. Did your Rebbe say you're supposed to put flour all over the house, or flowers? Oh, oh, flowers. I knew I was missing something. Oh, I'm sorry, Ma. It's no big deal. We like flour anyway, don't we? No, Sammy, this place is a big mess. Now I have to clean the whole thing up. And she had to proceed to do so. Meanwhile, Chaim had gone upstairs to take a shower. He came running downstairs after a shower, and he walked right into his father. Chaim, why did you crash into me? What is that all about? Oh, Ta, I'm so sorry, but I had trouble seeing you. You see, Ta, unfortunately... I can't find my glasses. For some reason, I just simply can't find my glasses. 
Did anyone see my glasses? You see, I went to the shower. I took my glasses off when I was getting ready for my shower. And now I can't find them. You probably dropped them somewhere, Tati said. Could you help me look? Because it's hard for me to look if I can't see without my glasses. And so they went upstairs together. And Tati looked all over the bathroom. Maybe they fell in the garbage can, he said, as he emptied the garbage. Nope. Maybe they fell in the toilet and and some and maybe, uh, flush you flushed them or something. Nope. Maybe they're in your room on your bed. Nope. Under nope. After fifteen or twenty minutes of searching for the glasses, Tati gave up. And he said, "Hopefully we'll find them soon." Do you have a spare pair? No. Remember, my spare pair got broken. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. And that's when Tati heard the loud banging, and the word "ouch." And another loud set of banging with the word, ouch! And he went to the bedroom window and he looked out. And there was Sammy standing with a big pile of wood. Wooden posts. And Sammy had three posts up. And he had in his hands a hammer and his hands and nails. And he was trying to hammer the ham- nails into the wood. And every three or four bangs with the hammer, he banged his finger. Ouch, ouch, ouch. What in the world is going on here, Sammy? His father said as he opened the window. Don't worry, Ta, it's okay. I forgot. We'll be ready, though. You forgot what? I forgot to do this two days ago. What are you doing? I'm building a fence. Why are you building a fence all of a sudden in Arab Yomtif? Because my Rebbe taught us that for our Sinai, Moshe put a fence around the mountain of our Sinai so that nobody will go up the mountain. And my Rebbe said that when you learn Torah, uh, it's like reenacting our Sinai. We're going to learn Torah in our house, so we're reenacting our Sinai. I don't want anyone to come into our house and shruis and something bad could happen to them. Sammy, how are we going to go into our house on shruis if you build a fence around their house? Because we're like Moshe Rabbeinu in our house, so that's not a problem. Sammy, Sammy, and then Tati saw it. There on the ground, lying next to Sammy's feet, looked like a pair of glasses. Sammy, what, what are those by your feet? These? Sammy picked up the seemingly looking like pair of glasses. These are Chaim's old glasses. Chaim's old glasses? That's right, the ones he took off before a shower. Why do you have Chaim's glasses down by your fence? Oh, you see, because my Rebbe taught us that when you kneel down to do something, you're not supposed to kneel straight on the cement. And I needed something to kneel on. And so I figured I'd use his glasses to put my knee on so that I wasn't kneeing the, the ground right away. But Chaim's glasses are important to him. Nah, he doesn't need them anymore. He doesn't need them anymore. No, no, no. My Rebbe told me that on Shavuos, at our Sinai, the Bnei Israel were able to see again, and they were able to hear again. Anyone who was deaf, anyone who was blind, anyone who couldn't walk, everyone was healed. So he's fine. He's going to be fine. You know, because it's Har Sinai. When we, when we get modern Torah, it's a reenactment. Hashem makes it Har Sinai again. So we're getting the Torah again. So he'll be able to see without any glasses. He wasn't in any glasses. So, so I was using them as footrests. Sammy, Chaim needs those glasses right now. Please come immediately and give them to him. Okay, Ta, I'm not sure it's going to work so well, but I guess I could. That's great. 
Sammy went in the house. He went upstairs to the bedroom and he gave Chaim his glasses. Chaim said, thank you, as he opened up the arms of the glasses to put them on his face and one arm fell off in his hand. Uh-oh. And then he put the glasses on his face and he said, Tati, I can't see. You can't see? Yeah, because the glasses, the glasses is all scratched up from rubbing against the cement. Oy vey. What are we going to do? Oy vey. I don't have any, any idea. Shoo. Sammy, this is a bit mishugger. You know you just damaged his glasses. You broke his glasses. And Sammy said, But ta, I, 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 really, I really think he doesn't have to worry about it. You know what? Uh, I, I'm going to finish getting ready for Yantav. You boys need to finish taking showers and taking a nap, and that's it. Well, they started Yomtev after Sammy took a Geshmaka nap. After Chaim took a Geshmaka nap. I'll tell you a miracle happened. It was a miracle that Chaim found some other glasses. Because he had a pair of glasses that were old, but he didn't realize that they were still good. And he was able to put them on Baruch Hashem. Otherwise, he would have had a terrible Yomtev. And they came to Shul to stay up, you know, the whole night Shavuos. And they were in Shul. And Sammy had brought with him a box of toothpicks. Sammy, why, why are you bringing toothpicks to show? Oh, you see, because when I'm, when, I, when I'm getting tired, I'm going to take a toothpick and put it in my eyeballs. I mean, on my eyes like this, to hold them open, you know, so they don't close on me. And that'll keep my eyeballs all open. So why did you bring a whole box, Sammy? His father asked. Oh, that's because I'm going to share. I'm a big, nice guy. I want to make sure nobody falls asleep. Basically, I'm going to put toothpicks in my eyes, and I have my Mountain Dew, as he wheeled the cart with all the Mountain Dews into into his into the shul also, and so between the Mountain Dew and the toothpicks, I should be all set for all night shavuos. Sammy, do you have a safer to learn? A safer to learn? To learn? Oh, right. I was just learned something. Well, what should I learn? Well, how about you learn um the mishnayos? Oh, okay. Um, what mishnayos? I think. Oh, you know, I learned shavuos because it probably talks all about shavuos. Actually, Sammy, shavuos does not talk about shavuos at all. It talks about swearing. Oh. Um, um, what Masechta should I learn? And his father and Sammy decided he's going to learn Masechta Zavachim because that was something that Sammy needed to learn. And while Sammy was learning that night, every few minutes, he was trying to stay awake once it got to be like one or two o'clock in the morning. And his father would say, Sammy, Sammy! And Sammy would jump up and say, Yes, Tati! I'm ready to learn Tyra! I'm ready to accept the Tyra! I'm ready for Matan Tyra! And everyone in the show would look at Sammy and say, Shh! We're trying to learn here. And Sammy would say, Oops, I'm sorry. I, I fell asleep. I didn't realize. I forgot where I was. Okay. And he would Sammy would learn. He would learn. And one time Sammy was standing up and he was holding a cup of soda because his father didn't want him to drink from the bottle. And he was holding a cup of soda and he was steigen, shuffling back and forth. And all of a sudden, he started to fall asleep. Chaim jumped up. Tati! He poured his soda down my shirt! Oh my goodness! Sorry, sorry. I, I, I fell asleep standing. And what am I supposed to do? Oh, Sammy... Well, when Rebbe walked into that shul, when Sammy's Rebbe walked in, Tati went over to him, Sammy went over to him, Shalom Aleichem, Sammy said, the Rebbe said, Shalom Aleichem, Shalom, ah, I'm so glad to see you learning, tired, tired child, you're learning, you're learning, what are you learning, Mishnah, oh, it's welcome, beautiful, oh, Lishma, Shalom, Lishma, Baruch Hashem, very nice, I'm so excited, you can't imagine how excited I am. And Sammy's father said, Rebbe, Sammy's been telling us crazy things about, about Shavuos, I don't know. Maybe when you teach, you can maybe be like a little more clear in your lesson. Maybe perhaps, Bar Hashem, maybe perhaps you'll be able to teach more clearly and more, more precisely. Well, well, like what, like what? 
Well, for example, Sammy thought you're supposed to put flour all over the house. Oh, he did. That's cute. It wasn't cute. The house was full of flour. Yeah, I have a lot of flowers in my house too. Rabbi, you have flowers. We had flour. One big flower over the whole house? No, no. You know the flower you make challah with? Oh, Sammy. Oh, I, I hear. Okay, believe that. The next time I'll stress the S like Laman Dizguru. I'll say flowers to be make sure everyone knows. Okay, what else? What else? Did you know Sammy bought out the entire store's Mountain Dew? Because he said it's Mountain Harsinai? All right. Did he drink it all Erev Yomtev? That's what I do. I buy Mountain Dew, the Rebbe said, on Erev Yomtev, and I drink it all Erev Yomtev. I just drink Mountain Dew, bottle after bottle, and so I'm so energized. By the time I get to Shavuos, my blood is not red. My blood is green like Mountain Dew. My blood is not sticky like blood. My blood is like Mountain Dew. And I have so much energy. And I'm able to stay awake the whole night. And the Tati said, Are you able to learn Taira when you're so awake from all that Mountain Dew? And his Rebbe said, Learn Taira! Avada I can learn Taira! Avada I can learn Taira! You want to see? How about you learn with me? Let's go through Shas! Let's start in the first page of Brachas, and we'll get through all of Shas, every plot of Shas. You ready? Here we go! Rebbe, Rebbe! And Fatati could not stop Rebbe. Rebbe started, and boom! He was off! He was running on Mountain Dew. Wow, what an incredible thing. Uh, but, Rabbi Kuski, yes, but I don't understand. What happened to talk about milkiks, any milkiks, cheese blintzes? You know, the truth is, Sammy doesn't like cheese blintzes. Uh, but what about talking, what about, what about, what about, what about cheesecake? Oh, you're right, cheesecake. I should have talked about Sammy's cheesecake. Sammy loved cheesecake. He loved it so much that after davening on the first day of Shavuos, when they made Kiddush, that's when his mother had cheesecake available for them, Sammy polished off four of the eight pieces of cheesecake. Was Chaim upset? No, Chaim was not upset. Why not? Because Chaim was a little bit lactose intolerant. He couldn't deal with the cheese and, and the cheesecake. Was Tati upset? No, Tati was upset because Tati, when he came home, made Kiddush for the boys. He had a little mezainus and he went to bed. Who was upset? Nobody was upset. Nobody was upset that he ate four pieces of cheesecake? Nope. As a matter of fact, when he went back to school and told his Rebbe, his Rebbe was so proud. His Rebbe said, Ah, I am tremendously proud. There's a mitzvah to enjoy shavuos as best as you can. And if you enjoy eating cheesecake, eat cheesecake. And guess what happened the next year? Sammy didn't eat just four pieces of cheesecake. Sammy ate the whole cheesecake. Then people were upset. <laughs> but anyway, that's next year's story. Goodbye. See you later.